This is your captain speaking. We are beginning our descent into madness. Open, open your, your, your mind. And we are back to another edition of What's Up, The Rockies. I'm Frank. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know it's uh, late, but not that late. Not us. It used to be. It used to be. So hopefully uh, it's a little easier on everybody. Thanks, uh, uh, Jimmy, for being here. How are you doing? Always a pleasure. I'm doing good. Awesome. I'm doing great because you know why? Why? Tonight we have a special guest here with us. <laughs> Last minute, late breaking news kind of thing. I'm really happy uh, uh, to have uh, Mr. Adam Braven. A.K.A. DJ Adam12 on the show. Adam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you, sir, for being so kind and generous with your time. Of really course. appreciate it. No worries. Um, now, we're going to get right to this because, uh, you know, Adam was talking a little bit about uh, uh, the kind of stuff we are going to talk about tonight on his show, uh, all those moments, um, which I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Definitely one of the uh, uh, best music selections you will hear. So if you haven't listened to his show, definitely listen to it. 7 to 9 p.m. Sundays, uh, right before us. Um, now, Adam, let's, 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 let's go through this, because I'm, I'm quite intrigued by, by some of the stuff that uh, you were telling me you experienced. Um, first of all, um, you traveled to, to Maine. Your family is from Maine, correct? My mother's side of the family is from New England. Mm -hmm. and we have a house in Maine that's been in my family since like the 1920s. Nice. And uh, from what you were telling me, it seems like Maine has a lot of uh, history, if you will. Who knew? I, you know, I, I, Maine's, in my opinion, the most beautiful state. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know how creepy it was. Right. Right. It's creepy, but I didn't really know the extent of the creepiness until this last trip. Um, there's a lot of abandoned, mm -hmm. shut down buildings all over the state. Mm -hmm. But according to a friend of mine, um, I have a friend that lives there that is into all the same things that this show is about, basically. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I'm a big fan of photography. I've been trying to become a better photographer over the last four or five years. And so whenever I go to Maine, I use it as an opportunity to spend time with family, but I also go take photos. Right. And I've, <clears throat> over the last few years, I end up taking the same pictures, basically, because it, you know, it's either water or trees or snow. Or <laughs> right. It's not really a lot. So <laughs> this lot, you know, I, I remember um, hearing from my friend that there are a lot of places that were interesting to take pictures of, mm -hmm. including abandoned insane asylums, Wow. Abandoned. Um, there's a lot of like factories mm -hmm. that were, you know, shut down over the last 20, 30 years that are still around, like right. you know, amazing archi architecture that look great in photos. Mm -hmm. So I figured to hit him up and see not only if he could direct me to some of those kinds of things, but then I, the first thing I did was a, there's a there's an abandoned uh, insane asylum very close to where our house is, like within. 15 minutes. Wow. So I went there and I hit him up and I asked him about it because <clears throat> it, it's so creepy. 
I wanted to know what the deal was because it's all boarded up and locked up and there's chains all over it. Wow. And so I hit him up and I just wanted, I was curious whether or not he had any information on it. He told me, you know, it's apparently it's haunted and, you know, uh, be careful. The cops are, you know, always kind of pulling people out of there. They don't want anybody around. Um, if, so if you're there in the daytime, you know, park far away and walk and go around the back. And oh, wow. We had to get in. He had the whole method down, yeah, knows, <laughs> it sounds like. You know, he, he, he knows about all the, you know, he's got the lowdown on everything. Nice. Maine. So I did. I parked up the street and, you know, snowing. Yeah. I'm walking through snow. Wow. And I get there and it, uh, I took a bunch of pictures, like really amazing, beautiful pictures mm-hmm. of this place. I'll send you one. Yeah. Um, if you give me your thing, I'll, uh, we can... Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I can also, if they're uh, the ones on your Instagram, I can also just yeah, pull it up. There's and that one of, like, it's a building from the front. Okay. Um, anyways. Let, let me pull that up as you, yeah, yeah go so, ahead. So I, I went in. I didn't have a flashlight with me. I had my phone, and I turned my light on on my phone, and I was like, fuck this, I'm out of here, because it's pretty <laughs> fucking scary. And, you know, I, <laughs> right. I didn't know. Well, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I, I will not judge you, put it that way. I mean, you know, all <laughs> I could think of was, and I know it sounds silly, but, but was like the, um, I think it was the season two of. Um, Coven? Um, not Coven. Not American Horror. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Coven? Not Coven. That's American. The, the witch one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, where like in the beginning, Adam Levine, which I love seeing him die. <laughs> but it reminded me of that scene. I was like, yeah. out of here. Because, you know. I, Asylum. Asylum. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah. So it was like that. I mean, I, you know, obviously I didn't go too deep into it. It was just, all, you know, it looked like kids had been in there and drinking beers and right. it was fucked up. But there was definitely a creepy vibe in there. So I got out of there and I got back in my car and I started driving around. And, you know, he said there's two versions of like the quote unquote haunted places to go in Maine. There's the haunted places that you could probably find on some really bad website, mm-hmm. with like little pixelated ghosts floating around on it. It says these are the haunted places in Maine that you should go. And they're all kind of like they may be haunted or they may not be. Yeah, that's it. They may be haunted. They may not be haunted. But he said he's like, you can go to those because they will look good in photos. But if you're trying to go find something that's actually haunted mm-hmm. or, or you know, if you if you really want to get into it, I'll send you places that you wouldn't necessarily find on that website. Maybe on one of them. Um, and I was like, of course, I'll, you know, while I'm out, why not? Right, right. So I kind of made a. He, he sent me a little map. And <clears throat> it was like the furthest thing away was maybe like an hour and a half or two hours away. Mm-hmm. So I started going. I went to a lighthouse. I went to this building that was still inhabited and it was like some, you know, someone had died there. It was haunted. It's, you know, it's <clears> during the day people were in there. I just didn't want to <laughs> go in or take pictures. It wasn't that interesting. Right. I, I went to, um, I went to a, a, a fort, an old fort that mm-hmm. was meant to be haunted. Um, that's right on the water, uh, that I couldn't get into, but I took a bunch of pictures of it. Um, I guess it was kind of creepy in the daytime. Um, but apparently that was haunted by some of the soldiers that had died mm-hmm. there. And I think I have a, I, I see a picture on that on Instagram. It looks like it has a, a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, let me put that up so people know what. So um, I went and checked that out, took a bunch of pictures, and, you know, it's interesting in photos, but I didn't really get any weird vibes or anything. <clears throat> right. Uh, I went to a lot of cemeteries. Um, there was an abandoned monastery that I went to that's meant to be haunted. I couldn't get into it. It was mm-hmm. all super locked up. Oh, wow. But, um it, you know, it, to me, it's interesting the, the the collection of 
places that are in Maine, right? Like cemeteries, asylums, forts. Like it, it, that's a pretty weird thing to have in such a it, it, within driving distance. I mean, it's not like we're talking about a fort here and on in Salem. It seems like it's all pretty close together, it's, which is a well, bit. It's there are there are so many cemeteries mm-hmm. in Maine, and they're all pretty close together. Things in Maine are very spread out. Right. But they're all, once you get to an area, there's a lot of things concentrated mm, in a little area. But it's like you have to drive 30 minutes, 40 okay. minutes, like an hour to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of driving, a lot of like, it's a lot of farms and a lot of like, you know, Portland, Maine, which is like the big city there. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty big, not, not very, but. Big enough. Once you get into like the little areas where there are towns, there's a lot of like cemeteries or a lot of. You know, uh, somebody I don't somebody in Maine. I DJed this goth club while I was there, and of course, goth people know about all <laughs> shit. Someone, someone told me that it, they're the most insane asylums are that were um, uh, operating at one point. Oh wow! Were in are in Maine. Do you think? Because I, I hear a lot about you know Maine. Uh, it seems like you can't go any further north within the continental United States, right. beyond Maine, right? And it seems like they only get something like 100 and something days of sunshine. You know, it seems to be predominantly, you know, cloudy. And a lot of people uh, or, or psychologists and studies uh, seem to show that, you know, places like that, that, you know, where the weather is poor, quote unquote, uh, you know, a lot of people suffer from depression and, and stuff like that. Um, do you think that could possibly be the reason for some of these asylums and stuff like that? Or do you, do you know anything in regards to Maine being, you know, kind of like that kind of a place where people are a little bit more moody? Yeah, unless or there's something in the lobsters. <laughs> I, I have no idea. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe that's just, they were like, hmm. Where can we send people that's <laughs> furthest away where no one will fuck right. with us and let no. us do whatever we want to do? And like, right. Send them up in the, you know, the far corner. northeast corner of the country where no one really goes except for people that live wow. there. Right. Or during the summer. I don't know, who knows? What kind of vibes did you get from the cemetery? Because from the picture that I'm seeing, um, and I always get this, I don't know if it's just like I watch too many movies, mm-hmm. you know, but when I see like East Coast cemeteries, they always seem like very creepy. Very creepy. And then, you know... Creepier than than cemeteries here. The the thing about the cemeteries there, I mean, and I'm sure that there are cemeteries like these in all the states, Mm -hmm. but the ones that I was directed to, they're in the middle of nowhere. Like, Mm. they're they're just... There's nothing else around. And, like, there's one I had... There's one... There's there's a, a, a property that's haunted. There's mm-hmm. like an estate that's haunted mm. with a cemetery on the estate. Oh, wow. That's one of the cemeteries that I, I snuck onto this. I copped a fence, snuck onto this estate. It's called like the haunted estate of, I'll look it up. Oh, really? Haunted estate of something, you know, somebody. Right. I chopped the fence and I ran in, you know, into the estate and found the cemetery. And like the thing about these cemeteries is they're really old. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really old. I mean, you know, some of the dates date back to like 1700s, 1800s, and and they're in the middle of nowhere. That's the creepiest part. Is like the one that I'll tell you about is like literally in the middle of the woods. Like you can't even see it from the road. You have to like roll out. You have mm-hmm. to like walk through the woods to get to it. And then suddenly, in the middle of nowhere, there's a f- cemetery. <laughs> so, and you know, I'm good at 
making them look a little bit creepier than they are by adding a little contrast <laughs> <laughs> in the photos. But they are, they, they are pretty creepy, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, like, he sent me to the ones, like, the one on that estate was is meant to be haunted. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I didn't, it was scary. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any kind of weird vibe other than, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Why the hell am I standing in a cemetery <laughs> in a haunted estate in the middle of winter? Vibe for me. Yeah. So I didn't, I went to a lot of these places that were quote unquote haunted, but I didn't get the sense of anything mm-hmm. weird. It wasn't creepy other than, like I said, what the hell am I doing standing in a cemetery in right. the middle of nowhere? That's creepy to begin with, but I didn't feel any like otherworldly vibes or nothing. You know, or like rude. nothing like, oh, no, 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 not at all. I didn't feel any of that. You know, I, but, you know, it was windy. It was a little slightly snowing. It's the middle of winter. Nobody Honestly, around. Nobody around. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like creepy, you know, whether you're in yeah, absolutely. walking down the street, it's creepy. Of course. So anyway, so the guy um, who gave me a list of places to go, he said there's this one place that's literally in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. that... There's not a lot of information about. Um, he didn't even have all the information. He, I, I, he felt like he had as much information as anybody could get other than the people that live in that town. Wow. So he said there's a cemetery um, ca- called Cemetery in the Pit because it's literally yeah. sunken. Oh, wow. It's yeah. like a huge sunken area of the woods where yeah. the cemetery is. And I'm actually putting a picture of it that you have up on Instagram of this cemetery. And let me tell you, <laughs> it doesn't look exactly the most friendly right. place to go. So I asked him, he said, well, these are the streets that it's near. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you how to get there because I've never been. Mm-hmm. But go follow your GPS to this intersection and then just drive around and see if you can find it. Wow. Like, okay. <laughs> so... I, you know, I felt rather adventurous, so I went. Right. And so I got to the intersection, and I started driving around. I didn't see anything. And then he sent me a latitude and a longitude. Oh. That's some, like, James Bond stuff yeah. right there. Some, <laughs> somewhere on the internet, I found it, and I put it in my, wow. put it in my phone and uh-huh. maps. And it basically was very close to where I was. Okay. Like, on that road. Really? But I'm looking around, and like I told you earlier, like, you know, it's really cloudy. It's really hazy. Like, it's it's foggy. Right. It's snowing a little bit. There's nothing around. Mm-hmm. And, like, unless somebody says, go that way and points me in the right direction. You would have never known. walking around looking right. at the thing. So... I texted him back. I said, I'm where you sent me. I don't see anything. What do you suggest I do? Because I really want to see this place. I drove all the way out here. Right. So he said, just, did you pass, like, find some locals. Talk to the locals about it. If there's, like, a, a store or a gas station or you see anybody walking around, just everybody's sure they all know about it because it's right. creepy. <laughs> so I went to this store, and I went in, and there was a woman working there, and I went and got some <clears throat> M&M's. Of course. Because I wanted... Major necessity when yeah, you're out yeah, looking yeah, for ghosts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or, or Reese's Pieces, um, if they would have had that. Because if all else fails, you, can, you know you can do like Hansel and Gretchen. Yeah, Gretchen. Or, or, like, <laughs> just put, or, or like E.T. <laughs> E.T., there you go. Um, so I went in the store, I got the M&M's, 
you know, because I wanted to make it look like at least I was purchasing something <laughs> for the information I was contributing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I went up and she r- rang me up and I said, have you ever heard of Cemetery in the Pit? And she said, don't go there. Just like that? Yeah, straight off. Holy That's cow. Like, that would have creeped me out. Like Not that. even a hello, how do you do? Or no, like, no, she <laughs> just was like, don't go there. And, and I think she, I, didn't, I don't look like someone from Maine. Right. It, you know. At least I don't look like any of the locals. They all look like lumberjacks. <laughs> right, right. So I think she obviously... and I have Like they could be in a grunge band or something, right? Like, pretty much. <laughs> she, I think she could tell I wasn't really a local. Right. She probably, you know, I'm sure people like go looking for it, whatever. And so anyway, she said, don't go there. And I said, well, I want to take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. And so the guy um, who told me about it, he said, here's the deal. There's a cemetery, and next to the cemetery, there's a, you, you can't miss it. There's a circle of trees. And in the circle, all the information that he had was in the circle of trees, um, a witch had been hanged Holy and buried. Wow. And <laughs> that's and, insane. And it's yeah. cursed. And so he said, try and find out some more information. <laughs> For my website, for his website. www. Dude, you gotta see if you can find more information. I'm like, of course I will. I want to go check it out. He's like, for my website. <laughs> hey, everybody, can knock the hustle, right? Exactly. You know. So, I went. Uh, I went outside, and there was a guy outside. There was mm-hmm. a couple guys outside. So I went up to one of them and I said, "Do you know about the cemetery in the pit?" He goes, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I do." And you're, it's, right, it's very close. Why? I said, I want to take pictures. He goes, there's a circle of trees there. I go, yeah, I know. He goes, you can't go in it. And I said, why? He said, it's cursed. I said, explain. Can yeah. And I'm glad you asked because I was going to say, like, one thing is haunted. I think haunted is a little bit yeah, less harmless yeah, no, than yeah. cursed. Cursed, yeah. <laughs> cursed is like other, a whole different thing. Yeah, the website guy, his website's about things haunted. Right. <laughs> he never said anything about it. No, he didn't even mention, he didn't even know the cursed part. Oh, wow. So this guy said cursed, and I said, Can you exp- what do you mean by cursed? He right. Said, well, he said that back, in, back when the witch was hanged, mm-hmm. most of the women that were hung in those times during the witch hunts weren't actually witches. Right, right. But he said that this particular one, maybe witch wasn't the right word, mm-hmm. but she had sacrificed children. Oh, shoot. And they caught her, and whatever she was, whether it was a witch or whatever you want to call it, yeah. she'd done some fucked up things. Right. And they, hung, and they hanged her, and they buried her in the circle of trees next to the cemetery pit. And I said, well, why... Where does the cursed part come in? Right. He said, well, the legend had kind of <clears throat> dissipated. Mm-hmm. People just weren't talking about it because it brought a damper on the little town. Mm-hmm. And it popped up again, I think he said, like, maybe 20 years ago. Okay. It's people fairly recently. Fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. He started talking about it again. And I guess some kids, according to this man, three kids um, from the local high school went and got in the circle. Yeah. And within one week, all three of them died. Get out. Three completely different. <laughs> yeah, unrelated. Unrelated. Jeez. And so he was like, so 
you know, I'll show you where it is, but you just can't go in the circle. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck that circle. <laughs> <laughs> Going in, don't worry about me, dude. Like, Man. I barely, like, I, you know, I, right? I, I didn't want to go to the haunted lighthouse tour. <laughs> the tour. Wow. So, so he he said you were, you know, where you were. I told him where I was, what intersection. He said that's it. He said on one side of you is like you, you're, there's a fence on one side of the road yeah. that leads to a farm, and on the other side of the road there's the trees. You want to head into those trees, and I'm like, into the thicket like into the forest like right i don't know about that he's like just if you you know you walk about a quarter of a mile and there'll mm-hmm. be a cemetery and that's where the circle of trees is and blah 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 so i go and i park my car on the road which is a semi um you know it's a it's a it's a it's um not a dirt road and there were cars going back and forth a little bit so it wasn't right. completely out of the way but i mean where i was was literally in some little town in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I get out and I start trekking through the snow. And just to give people a visual, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the forest that you're talking about? Or at least it looks similar to that. That, That's the one? That's that's from the car. Oh, wow. So that's the, that's the, I took that picture from the car. Okay. Before I got out and started walking through. So that's what I'm walking into. Wow. And so I start walking into those, um, yeah. I'm walking in those. And you're doing all this alone, right? I'm doing this by myself. Wow. My, just, <laughs> it's, it's me, my camera, my iPhone, and M&M's. <laughs> just in case. That's crazy. You know, worst case scenario, last thing is at least I have some chocolate. Right? Yeah. <laughs> chocolate makes everything better. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if, I, if I'm going to be cursed. And right? Happens, at, least at least let I it be with some M&M's. chocolate. Yeah. I agree. I concur with that. You know, and they could also be bargaining. Tools, right? You know? It's like, well, hey, you you were around Ghost before M and M's were. You don't know what you missed out these on. These are thi- <laughs> these are like, this is something called chocolate, right? So instead of cursing me, let's make a trade here. You let me go. You take this chocolate. Very, very Robert Johnson minus you know exactly. selling yourself for playing abilities. Exactly. So I, I wasn't as far as I thought. I, you know, it was approximately a quarter or you know, a quarter of a mile. I went right. in and I, I come upon this cemetery and immediately you see the circle of trees. It's, it, you know, there's a cemetery that's buried in snow. So all, it, all the headstones are popping up out of like fresh snow. Jeez. Which is really beautiful, actually. As a photographer, I was like, okay, this is a gold mine. Right. I started taking pictures, and it's really old trees, and the wind is, you know, you can hear the wind through the trees, and it's creepy to begin with. Right. But it's also pretty from a photography standpoint. So I started snapping away and taking pictures of the, of the headstones in the snow, and, um, you know, I, I w- made my way over to the circle of trees, and the guy had told me, he said, there, another part of the legend is that there's a stump, which is the first thing you see from the cemetery within the circle of trees. The one that's closest to the cemetery is a stump. Mm-hmm. And he said, as far, the legend goes, that in the, if you see a star in the stump, the, ghost is, the, the witch's ghost is around. Holy cow. So there was snow on it. Right. So I went over to it and I you know, stayed as far away as I could because um, I didn't want to get into the circle and, be <laughs> and I, it was covered with snow and I, you know, in my head I'm going I could get a stick yeah. right. but that 
does that technically mean I broke the barrier of the circle? <laughs> right, barrier? right. You know, so I'm like, I like, I like how you were really, no, you, you know, know, trying to, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I was taking it seriously, and you know, I'd, look, the last thing I wanted to do is be cursed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would definitely ruin my day. Let me tell you. You believe in that, you know, whether whether it's part of your set of beliefs or not. Um, it's not yeah. something I wanted to be a part of. So I was like, I'm just going to take my chances and hope that there's no star under that snow. <laughs> and so I started walking. I, you know, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. If you take the legend, you know, and the folklore out of it. Right. Not only is the cemetery beautiful, but to have that, when you look at the picture, there's, there's a, a, literally a circle of trees. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a small clearing. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty. So, yeah. You know, I started walking around and the guy said that the tree next to the stump is the one that they hung her from. Oh, wow. So, he, you know, he told me which ones. He also told me which headstones were her parents. Oh, wow. They're buried right next to where she's buried, apparently. So I took pictures of the headstones of her parents, his mother and father on the headphones, uh, oh. the headphones on, the, on the headstones, which is creepy. And so I start walking around this circle of trees, and I get around to the other side. I had, I had to kind of like, it wasn't easy, put it that way, because mm-hmm. it was, it was, there was snow, and it was, there's like a little kind of, guess drop off i had to navigate i get to the other side of it and i start taking pictures mm-hmm. and then just when i realized that what what you're looking at is a circle of trees yeah but that dude didn't define to me exactly what that meant mm-hmm. when you're looking at it you're going oh there's a circle of trees right but when i got to the other side of it and i started taking pictures and i started looking around i'm like well technically someone else could have defined where i'm standing as part of a circle of trees which uh-huh. look could be you know what i'm standing in now <laughs> Wow. So I started thinking to myself, I might be in a circle. Like, there's a few like circles. Like the outer like, circle yeah, of the, yeah. Circle that I oh, know wow. Which so I'm going, maybe I shouldn't have come over here. And at that moment, you know, the, like I said, the wind's blowing through the trees. And so right. like, there's right. this crickety and it's, you know, it's like that sounds happening. Mm-hmm. The trees are like bowing mm-hmm. and bending. And so it's, it, you know, it's. There are sounds happening that are creepy to begin with. Right, right. Then I would, I would say the most terrifying thing that's ever happened to me happened to me at that moment. So right when I realized that I could actually be standing in a circle, mm-hmm. I still didn't think I was in what I thought was the circle of trees. But then I realized, you know, he didn't, like, give that's me a map or anything. <laughs> right, right. So right when that happens, I f- literally f- imagine... I. I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. In my head, I, I immediately felt something was there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like whatever was there was up in the trees, in the circle. Really? Wow. And in my, in my mind's eye, I imagined it or her, if that's what it, I was imagining, mm-hmm. jumping around from tree to tree in the circle. I just got chills. I'm sorry. I just no, got chills. No, yeah, was, that's and, I ha- you know, and it was scary as fuck. Like, and I, you know, I, I don't mean to curse, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was terrifying because 
at that moment, not only do I realize that, fuck, I might have wandered into a circle of trees that I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Not only do I realize that, I started feeling sick, like nauseous. I started mm-hmm. feeling nauseous like a heaviness, mm. like something was latched onto me. Wow. And not like, like holding onto me. Right. But a energy had yeah, latched yeah. itself onto me. And I was like, so that's the, the creepy tree and the wind noises are happening. Let me ask you something. Uh, you say that y- you felt something latch onto you. If you, if you close your eyes and you had to pinpoint where you felt this energy latch onto you, where would you describe it? Um, like, it, it felt as if something the size of a... I don't know. I want to say what I was imagining at the time mm-hmm. was like something the size of like a koala bear. Okay. Size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Latching onto like my back, like okay. my shoulder, just, wow. over, just over my right shoulder. It felt like something had like oh, latched wow. onto me. Yeah. Not, it's hard to explain. It's not like it was an energy that yeah, latched yeah, onto yeah. me, but I, I could specify that it had latched onto, like, you could, my back. Right, right. Okay, okay. Wow. It wasn't like a, you know, there obviously it wasn't a koala bear, but it, was, <laughs> it wasn't like a thing. It was just like an energy. It right. It wasn't flowing through me all okay. over. It was and it like, wasn't, uh, yeah, that's basically, the, uh, you know, the, the, the reason why I asked is I was wondering if you felt it all over your body or no. was it just... Well, that's what started. Okay. You know, and there's so many things going on. I'm trying not to drop my camera mm-hmm. in the snow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, in my head, go, how the fuck do I get out of here in the fastest way possible mm-hmm. without going in a circle? Because how I had gotten there, it was tricky. And so I'm going, okay, am I cursed? <laughs> Is there a ghost latched right. on me? Right. How do I get out of here quickly as possible without falling and breaking not only my neck, but my camera? Right. And then I'm thinking... If I am cursed, if I wandered into the wrong place, mm-hmm. I better take it. I better be very careful because what I started immediately imagining was falling and breaking my neck. Wow. Oh. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was literally imagining like going back the way I came, which was Jeez. tricky to begin with. And I was like, you know, half of me is going, you're tripping, dude. Right, of course. The other half is going, there's a fucking ghost on your back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I don't, I don't think people realize that, that a lot of times when you're, when you're in those kind of situations, the, the internal struggle that happens, right? The rational side of your brain is like, nah, dude, come on. Like, really I'm, I'm chill, you know. The logical side of me that doesn't believe in that. But your gut, like that, that just but that, instinct is telling you differently, absolutely. right? Absolutely, I don't. I don't suddenly just get sick like that. Right. You know, and under those circumstances, especially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that internal struggle was real and it was scary because, I mean, I was terrified to begin with, but then I started thinking, shit, if this shit is real and Mm -hmm. I am cursed, Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall or something's going to fall on me Mm -hmm. or like whatever. Yeah. So I wanted to get out of there quickly, but I also didn't want to fall. Right. So it took me a second to get out of there. And whatever it was was following me. 
it was either latched on to me, the energy was either latched on to me, mm-hmm. or it was coming, it was behind me. Right, it was coming on your me. heels, as was, they say. It was, it was on my heels, it was, it was coming with me. So, and, you know, I'm a quarter mile away from my car. Wow. So I'm, I'm going as fast as I can, as carefully as possible, but it's still as quickly as right. possible. And I start approaching my car, <clears throat> and as I'm approaching my car, I look down the road, and there's a semi-truck coming. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I did the math, and had I been going at the rate that I was going, I would have arrived at my car right when the semi-truck would have passed my car, Mm -hmm. and in my head, my cursed head, Mm -hmm. I was like, if I'm cursed and I continue to travel at the rate of speed I'm going, I'll get to my car right when that semi is passing my car, and the semi will crash into my car and kill me. That's just what's going to happen. I stopped. And waited right for the car truck to go by because it was yeah yeah no 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 I, I keep forgetting the name of that movie, uh, final destination it was like <laughs> some final destination you know, and it sounds funny but yeah. in my head I'm going don't do anything to put yourself in a right. position to die basically. well it's funny it's funny how uh, it seems like all these thoughts just began to pop up in your head this very tragic yeah 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 yeah. Look. Because I mean, I've I've known you for some time, and you're not the kind of person to be talking about or thinking about. You know, you never express any of those kind of worries. I, it was the first time I'd ever felt that way. Wow, those kinds of things. And you know, when you when you go to a town, mm-hmm. and you say, you know, I'm sure every little town has something right. that people come take pictures of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not all of them are, like, haunted. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, you know, this is where Lincoln came and took a shit once. Or, you know, like, <laughs> and they're probably just sick and tired of people coming and taking pictures all the time. Right. Although it probably, you know, um, helps out with the local... Yeah, you know, tourism board. Tourism. But in this case, mm-hmm. some chick said, don't go there. And some other guy told me it was cursed. Yeah. So you add all the... In my the logical side of it, right. I start adding all these things up, and I'm like, there is definitely a possibility that something weird's happening right now. And if it is happening, which mm-hmm. I thought it was, and mm-hmm. I think it did, mm-hmm. don't die. <laughs> wow. So now I'm taking all these precautions. You know, I get in the car, I strap myself in, uh-huh. I like look. Th- now, a quick question, uh, because you said that there was a semi coming. Is this a road frequented by semis? Or could de- uh, I don't know. At this, you know and I, I don't know what, what's frequented on this road. Right. I know that there's farms. I know that. Because, I mean, it's kind of, uh, to me, it sounds, even that, maybe now I'm getting a little, like, too no, into it. No, but no, even no. that seems a little odd that it, you would see a semi well, on, like, uh, it, this. It was more like a log. Okay. Like a, it, it was a truck hauling logs. Which is actually something that happened in Final Destination. I think the logs come loose, right? And like, yeah. yeah. Holy so cow. truck with logs. And, you know, I'm sure that it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a dirt road. It wasn't, right. It was a back road, but it yeah. wasn't like, it wasn't far-fetched that there was okay. a truck like that. Because gotcha. only so many roads that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they know about some shortcut. That, right, know, right. Because, you know, it's Maine. Mm-hmm. So I get back in the car and I'm sick. I'm nauseous. I feel like whatever it was is in the car with me. Jeez. Not like sitting next to me, mm-hmm. but that negative energy or that weird 
haunting energy was with me. Right. And following me back home. And it did. Mm. And I, I, you know, I took it very careful. I like looked both ways a couple times before I made right and left turns. Wow. I was afraid something was going to happen mm-hmm. because of those boys that went in that store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was like afraid. Mm-hmm. And so I made it all the way home and I went right into my room and I laid down and I was feeling real sick. And I posted something about it because I have friends mm-hmm. that I thought could potentially help me get rid of it. Yeah. If there was something there. Mm-hmm. So I posted something on, I guess, my Facebook saying, I just had the most terrifying thing happen to me. I put the pictures up. This is what happened. This is how I'm feeling. I feel sick. I feel like something's here with me. And all these people started chiming in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the one girl who, like, sages her room. Yeah. yeah. When, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's like, get some sage. And I was like, I'm in Kennebunkport, Maine. There's no sage. Right <laughs> is there anything I could do without having to leave the house? Right. Get anything. So that quickly went out the window. And then, of course, like I said earlier, there were people that were like, you don't have enough God in your life. God's the only one that can rid your, you know, you of these evil spirits. Go get a Bible. And so there was that take right. on it, which I wasn't attracted to. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, a girl who I really trust, mm-hmm. um, said, if you stop feeding negative energy mm-hmm. into whatever it is, mm-hmm. it'll leave you alone. So as soon as you stop thinking all the things that you're going through, if you, no. can, if you can clear your mind, if you can meditate and clear your mind mm-hmm. and stop thinking about the energy itself and stop feeding it energy, it'll, it'll go away because it won't have anything left to feed on. Mm. And I, I meditated myself to sleep. Right. I cleared my mind as much as I could. You know, every time I cleared my mind, I just kept thinking about, like, fucking, you know, a plane crashing <laughs> in my house or, like, you know, it's scary. Oh, man. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm walking down the stairs going, okay, this is an old house. It's just about that time these stairs are going to start giving way. Like, you know, wow. like, I wonder if this house is old enough to start falling apart on my head and killing mm-hmm. me. So all these thoughts are, like, going through my head. I went to sleep. I, I fell asleep while trying to clear my head, and I woke up, and I felt fine. And it was wow. fine, whatever it was. And so, looking back, you know, and then, of course, I called the guy the next day. I told him the whole story. And he was like, why the fuck did you go in the circle of trees, dude? Because nobody told me. Wow. Um, so, I mean, to sum it all up, honestly, it was definitely the most terrifying 15 minutes of my life. Wow. That is From insane. From the moment that I felt that energy to the moment I got in my car and started driving away, even though it stuck with me, those 15 minutes, I mean, being out there alone in that circle mm-hmm. or next to it with something jumping around in the trees yeah. that people had apparently died from freaked me the fuck out and like wasn't cool. I mean, right. it wasn't cute. 
And like I was trying to say earlier, like, I probably should have listened to that lady. Mm-hmm. She told me not to go there. Yeah. The guy told me not to go there. And being, I'm not an expert in this shit. Mm-hmm. And I probably should have consulted with one or called you or somebody and said, is there anything I should do before I go in there? Because mm-hmm. what you were saying earlier is yeah. I just probably should have said a prayer or something before right. I went there, and I didn't. Right. And so, you know, if there's one thing I have learned from this experience is, A, don't go in a circle of trees that's cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number two, yeah. Number two, you know, I feel like, you know what it felt like to me really is like when you see movies about surfers, Mm-hmm. And they're all all the locals are out in the water, yeah. And like some dude gets a new surfboard, like Point Break. Okay, I was Keanu there for a minute. Like <laughs> he goes out and they're like, "Fuck <laughs> off, locals only." Right. And like I felt that way for a minute. Like, haha. Like uh, I have a camera. I'm gonna take some pictures and <laughs> right. fuck the fuck the locals and fuck right. the folklore and fuck the yeah. what everyone said. And these those kids didn't die. I probably and you know in deep down in my my instincts were probably telling me like don't go there but it was more in the vein of like but I want to Instagram it or, you know, right yeah I yeah yeah I mean I I did get beautiful photos of it right but absolutely my instincts were probably telling me not to go in there and I should have listened to them and so like ultimately if you're not a professional mm-hmm. at least consult with one when right. dealing with matters surrounding things that are meant to be haunted or cursed mm-hmm. because I could have gotten into a lot of trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like something could have happened. Like, uh, you know, I don't want to scare you any further, but uh, just from, uh, you know, some, some research that we've been doing lately because one of the uh, topics that, that we have uh, talked about is, uh, you know, possession and uh, demonic possession and movies like Paranormal Activity and stuff like that, you know, you see uh, these rituals being performed and a lot of times people think it's for entertainment, but, you know, whoever wrote the scene knows what they're talking about. And one of the things that they do is, you know, they do this, like, circle within a circle (laughs) to conjure up. So there is, you know, there there is a reason why the circle is used. And, yeah, it it definitely can be somewhat of a little vortex of power and stuff like that. And, and yeah, one of the things that, uh, you know, we talked about uh, earlier today was just that, that, yeah, you know, what I've been told and one of the things that I do is, you know, you do a prayer before you go in and you do a prayer before you leave, um, telling whatever energies are there or entities that are there that they can't follow you home, et cetera, et cetera. And even if you're not of any particular religious faith, um, you can just say, you know, I don't allow you to follow me home. Right. Uh, because, well, you know, it, it, I think that this is a, a, a really... Uh, uh, good example of, of what can happen. And luckily, you were able to, you know, dig, you know, deep within yourself and just push these thoughts out. I mean, you know, part of me, it's, it's really interesting, honestly. Like, when I, when, I, when I break it down and I think about it, the most interesting part of it is something that you kind of touched on, which, which is, had I abandoned the logic, mm-hmm. had I abandoned the logical side of my brain, yeah. I would have been prone to something happening to me mm-hmm. more than potentially if I had not. And what I mean by that is because I took a moment and thought to myself, 
slow down yeah and take it easy when you're running out of here don't run had i just simply been like like scooby doo <laughs> and just like right out of there i could have very easily slipped in her yeah i'm not saying i could have slipped in broken my neck but who knows yeah but an injury like that yeah something and you know i think it's interesting when you think about curses right that like the logic is what kind of might have saved me you know Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. i would have maybe the semi guy wasn't looking yeah opened my door and as i was getting my car he could have hit me yeah 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 you know whatever set of circumstances led to you know what could have potentially happened it's interesting that, you know, to me at least, um, nothing happened because I took the necessary steps only after I did all the shit I shouldn't have done to, like, take it easy and be careful. And, right. You know, who knows? Maybe I just I had a bad lobster in the morning. And that's <laughs> I felt sick, but I don't think that's what it was. Right, I mean, I th- right. There was definitely something going on. There was definitely mm-hmm. something going on around there. And whether it was that witch or yeah. somebody else hanging around or whatever it was, something latched onto me and something followed me home and something had to be set free by not feeding it energy anymore. And it happened. Right. Like, um, so, once again, to sum it all up, when someone tells you, <laughs> don't go somewhere <laughs> that's haunted, if you feel like going... Make sure you call Frank. <laughs> right? <laughs> say a prayer. Um, say a prayer. Um, and uh, don't go alone. Right. And consult professionals because we don't know what's real and what's not real. And who knows, you know? Yeah. Like the, the, you need to protect yourself. Absolutely. And, like, it was silly of me to, to do what I did. And, look, you know, I'll never, I will never, ever do that again. And I know it doesn't really mean much now because I, you know, I, it happened. But um, thanks for letting me share your story. Hey, no problem. That, honestly, good. that was some... I felt like a little mm. consistency. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it was insane. It sounds insane. Now, last question. Um, uh, will you ever visit another haunted place? Absolutely. But only when you go. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know, again, like the problem is that I love taking photos. Right. And a, a lot of the most interesting looking places, not a lot of them, but like. The great majority, the, I would say. You know, <laughs> yeah. Whether they're deemed haunted or not. Mm-hmm. They look cool. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you got to step up and kind of. Right. You know. Get that shot. Lines that yeah. you may not necessarily always want to cross in order right. to get a good photo. So, you know, it, if somebody says it's an abandoned, insane asylum, I probably won't trip and I'll. Right. But if somebody says it's a cursed circle of trees where a witch was hanged for sacrificing children, <laughs> you might want to. Died from 20 years ago. You might want to think that one. I'll think that one through. <laughs> Wow. And say a little prayer before I go. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much, Adam. That honestly, uh, thank you for sharing because I, I know that a lot of people, you know, 
want to investigate and they want to do certain things. And I know on this show we we talk about it and, and we we try to give fair warning and and I think that that uh, a lot of people will benefit from from what you just share with us as far as uh, taking some precautions before doing these things. Uh, one last thing, I don't want to let you go without uh, letting people know uh, where they can find you on the interwebs. I guess the easiest place would be <clears throat> on Twitter, which is at uh, DJAdam12. Yeah, and you're constantly working on, on various music projects, so definitely be on the lookout. Uh, and I know you got your own solo album that uh, you give updates uh, uh, weekly here on, on your show. Uh, why don't you tell us just really quickly about that and when can people expect to hear some of that? Because I've heard little tidbits, and let me tell you, that's going to be a really mm. atmospheric album, it seems. It I'm in a band called She Wants Revenge. We're taking a break, um, maybe forever, maybe not. But I love making that kind of music so much mm -hmm. that I decided to make a solo record. And the original idea was to have a bunch of my music, musician friends come play on it mm -hmm. and then maybe find a group of vocalists <coughs> to come sing on it because I have never sung in my life. And then a few months ago, I decided that I... I'm gonna sing on it. Mm -hmm. So it's a new record nice. that I'm singing on. I've been taking vocal lessons. Nice, um, nice. And you know, I asked my friends to be honest with me and, and tell me, you know, if if I suck, I would stop. Mm -hmm. And I guess I don't. Great. And so I'm singing on it. It's called uh, the name of the project is called Love, Ecstasy, and Terror, mm -hmm. which seems like my last few relationships and it's uh you know it features um daniel ash the guitar player from bauhaus and nice. rockets and tones on tail he came and played some guitar a friend of mine johnny radke who's the guitar player in filter and a few other bands he played a lot of guitar on it um tony Uh, Canal, the bass player from No Doubt, and the horn section from No Doubt came and played Sweet. on some uh, uh, some of the songs. A friend of mine came, in, uh, Nick, Nick Rosen, who uh, is one of the best bass players in town, came and played cello on it. Oh wow! Um, I have uh, a friend named John Bates, who's in a band called Big Black Delta. Mm -hmm. I co-produced a song with me, and um, there's some stuff I did with Manson that may or may not make the record. Um, it, you know, it's it's. Along the same lines as the band. I, mean, right. I guess from what people are telling me, they're saying that it sounds like one of the guys from your band. It just sounds like right. you know, if you listen to She Wants Revenge, you can tell what Justin does and you can tell what I do. Mm -hmm. And my record just sounds like what I would do if I had the opportunity to make a solo record, which wow. is what I'm doing. Right. So it's along the same lines as you know, my band and it's dark. And it's pretty, and mm -hmm. you know, I'm terrified of singing, not as much as the circle of trees, but <laughs> I'm, you know, in an attempt to evolve yeah. as a human being and conquer some of my fears, mm -hmm. um, I've, I'm attempting to sing, and you know, according again, once again, not by, not, not according to myself, right, but according to my friends who I trust, and to, right. I ask them to let me know if I suck. And they said that I don't. So, um, you know, I don't know what I, I, I hope by the end of the summer to have at least something um, out, a single or that's great. Whatever. So 
Are you going to write a song about your experience in the uh, circle? I was thinking yeah, about it. Good. I was. <laughs> well, it inspired. No, I'm being serious no, too. No, like no, I'm. Not. No, so am I. It inspired um, a track. Really? There's yeah. Well, okay. There's a, there's a, there's another part of the story that I didn't talk about, which mm. was a friend of mine named Emily mm -hmm. gave me a crystal. Okay. Which has been in the studio with me since I started working on my record mm -hmm. and I feel like it has been inspiring me. Really? And so it's, you know, I'm not, I've never been into crystals and I, yeah. you know, when I think about crystals, I think like some chick with feathers and, <laughs> you know, yeah. but you know, somebody broke down to me recently, a friend of mine who does healing with them mm -hmm. broke down to me actually w what it is that the frequencies and yeah. everything. Was no, it's some deep stuff. It, yeah. It's yeah. Really deep. And, yeah. And so this girl gave me this crystal, and she's like, keep it in the studio, and it's mm -hmm. going to put the music. And it actually, in my opinion, has been helping. So here's the crazy thing. I brought it with me on my trip. Mm. And when I was there, um, it was in my, I had a bag with my camera in it. Right. It was in my bag with me. And so part of me feels like maybe it, could have been protecting me, right? Whatever. So when I got home, I took it out of the bag. I put it on the desk at the studio, and I made a track thinking about the experience. And mm -hmm. the track is called Emily's Theme. Oh wow! Based on the experience of being in that cemetery, right? Right. And also based on that crystal and how I felt like maybe somehow it protected me from whatever was something that could have happened that could have been a little bit worse. Wow. I didn't know I had it with me. Right, right, right. It wasn't until I got home and I realized it was in my bag. Oh, wow. I realized that maybe I could have fallen or a truck. Right, right. Me had I not had the crystal. Oh, man. It's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Well, I look forward to, uh, to the music you're working on. Definitely cool. sounds interesting. And I definitely hope <laughs> that that track makes it onto the, to your record because it, it would be definitely something that, uh, you know, anybody that hears the backstory to a track like that, I think they would be like, holy cow, dude, you just went yeah. <laughs> like deep. <laughs> I'll, uh, maybe we'll, um, when it's done, we'll play it on your show. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Let's Thanks do it. Again. Awesome. Thank I, you, Adam. I always have a, a great time. This is uh, one of my favorite shows. And, oh, uh, thank you, sir. It's such a pleasure to hang out with you guys. And thanks again for letting me tell my story because... Um, you know, none of my friends want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you exactly. That's what I was going to say. You, but dude, did you have like what? How many times did you have lobster? <laughs> did you have fried clams? Did you have steam clams? I'm like, no, there was a fucking ghost, dude, and it latched onto me. They're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Uh, just tell us, like, was it steamed lobster? Right. Does it boil? Did you boil it? Did you bake it? I'm like, okay. Oh man. Well, thank you, Adam, for sharing that story, and we look Bye. forward to uh, hearing that track. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to. Some She Wants Revenge, uh, uh, very appropriately. Uh, don't go away. West of the Rockies is coming right back on the independent.fm. Enjoy. back to uh, I would say the second hour but let's just say the remainder of the uh, second hour 
uh, here on uh, the Independent FM. Don't forget to uh, follow the Independent FM on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash IndieFM Radio. Uh, also, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Independent FM. As always, I'm Engineer Frank on Twitter, West of the Rockies on Facebook, Jaime Roque on Twitter. I'm back. You're back. I'm back in full effect. For yeah, because you, yeah, for the people that have been keeping up, Jimmy had a bit, a bit, a bit of a moment scarier than a haunted circle with a witch. Always scarier. Scarier, if you can believe I that. I lived three weeks of my life in 2014 without a smartphone. That is wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If that doesn't scare you, then you know what? Imagine that. I, don't know I freak that. out when my phone runs out of batteries and I can't use it till I find somewhere to charge. I can't imagine three weeks. Three I would, weeks. Three weeks. It's like, Jesus, take me now. And it was. It was just like, <laughs> there's no point. There's no point. No, we were joking around yesterday. I was like, wow. Like, you know, speaking for myself, like, yeah. to that point where, like, you know. It's scary. You can do it. Yeah. But it's honestly, like, kind of hard. You know? Yeah. Like, That's what she said. That, <laughs> I was telling you that, like, I felt like I was out of touch with, like, everything. Like, yeah. Because, you know, I would check the news when I would go home from work and just, like, <laughs> dang, I missed this. I missed yeah. this, you know? But I'm back. Let me show the, the people. Who yeah, look at that. Look at that. Right. Not just the 5, right? Like a 5S. Oh, it's the Damn. Not the S5. The did you do the fingerprint thing already? I already did. And I did uh, both thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case? No, yeah, because you know, sometimes you're holding it with the right. And then yeah. No. Good point. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> and also a uh, shout out to Genevieve, who is going to be back here shortly yeah. in the States. Back in America. Back in the good old U.S. of A. She um, I don't know about all that. But, uh, and she's uh, Genevieve Jewway on uh, Twitter there for anybody that uh, wants to follow us and, and some of the crazy stuff we like to post. Um, don't forget that if you miss any part of the Tonight Show, <laughs> which I'm damn sorry if you did, because honestly, it was like edge of your seat type crap tonight with um, Adam Braven, a.k.a. DJ Adam12. Uh, if you missed any portion of it, it'll be up on Mixcloud this week. That's uh, mixcloud.com forward slash west of the Rockies. We got a lot of cool, cool uh, episodes uh, recently uploaded, so definitely check them out. Let us know what you think. Uh, you can reach um, us uh, privately, as it were, frank at wotrradio.com, which is the namesake of the website, wotrradio.com, which uh, is a work in progress. Of course, Jaime uh, at WOTR Radio, and then Genevieve at WOTR Radio. So if you want to send any uh, questions, comments, concerns, complaints, that's it. Now let's talk real briefly, if we can, about what we just heard. Because there, there were a lot of things on there that I think are, are just important to emphasize one last time before we move on. And that is uh, something that we keep telling people uh, every time we discuss an investigation or anything of that sort is be careful because you don't know what kind of energies you're going to find in the uh, in whatever place you go to. Yeah. And, you know, I've been to enough investigations and heard testimony from people that, that uh, uh, you know, talk about attachments and how scary they are. And, I mean, I think Adams was among the most scariest, yeah, as it were. Because it, it happened right away and gave them like crazy thoughts. Yeah, just that physical, that, that feeling 
ill physically and just, you know, how he felt something attaching to himself. I mean, that's some serious stuff, man. And, yeah, yeah. and I always try to uh, make people conscious of that, that, you know, you see this stuff on TV and it's all good and dandy, but... But when it's you, and I mean, to be alone, that's the other thing. Like, we've gone to stuff, you know, we've to investigations together, and yeah. every time I go on an investigation, there's always a small group. Uh, but to go alone and uh, somewhere to, to a place that has such a, 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 a macabre backstory, yeah. I mean, the witch trials, as they were, that was some crazy stuff. And like he said, you know, a lot of times it was women that had nothing to do with, uh, with witchcraft or magic of any kind. This was uh, real. Yeah, I mean, back in those days, you know, if you, if you tried any, any kind of uh, uh, method to heal somebody outside of what was accepted yeah. by the church and the town people, et cetera, et cetera, you know, that was deemed, you know, witchcraft. Yeah. You know, you could just be healing. Maybe, you know, you've read it somewhere. Yeah, or it's like a family recipe. It's like, yeah, if you ever catch a cold, do this, you know. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, and it's a stew of, yeah, of plants or whatever. Yeah. And somebody saw you doing that, they would think you're a witch with a cauldron, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're making some kind of magic potion because, you know, they would take it and whatever, the person might, might be healed because that's exactly the way to do it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. For the the. the clerics and and the superstitious people that was witchcraft right yeah. so a lot of people a lot of women were unfairly accused accused of this but it seems this one in particular was the real deal and i think it's something really interesting that we hadn't talked about and this is the the distinction between haunted and cursed yeah we never have. we never really have you know talked about the difference i think we we know the difference, right? Uh, and but we never really sat down to talk about it, and that was very important uh, for me to to discuss with Adam when he was telling us his story. Is that there is a, a very clear line between haunted and cursed, right? Yeah. And you have items that can be cursed, um, as opposed to haunted. It seems like haunting is the lesser of two evils, yeah. yeah. Whereas like cursed, haunted I can deal with, but cursed. Curse is a different ball game. Yeah, and you definitely have to be careful. You know, uh, uh, items can be cursed. You know, and uh, and depending on, on, like I said, your personal beliefs. You know, the way you go about getting rid of something like that can vary, right? But uh, something that he said that I think is very important. Um, that you know, to be fair, I've heard mixed. Uh, reviews as as far as how it works, and that, that's ignoring it, right? I've heard a lot of people say, you know, that in their homes things happen, but they just ignore it. They just block it out. They're like, I'm not going to give it any importance. But what I've noticed with that is that things continue to happen. Like just because you're ignoring it doesn't mean that it stops, right? However, you also hear um, from people that say, like Adam, you know, that that if you just stop feeding. You know, fear is it's like an animal, right? And you can feed it with your thoughts and et cetera, et cetera. And once you stop feeding it, yeah, I think, you know, it'll go away for sure. But, you know, there might be some entities, some spirits that are a little bit more, you know, insistent uh, or, or stubborn, if you will. And yeah. that's not going to cut it. Uh, so, like I always said, you know, and, and that's something that, uh, you know, I do when I go on an investigation is you always do a, a, a prayer of mm -hmm. protection. Yeah. Um, and then 
before you leave, you do another prayer and just whatever is in the, whatever place that you just went to, you tell it to stay there. It has no permit. You give it no permission to go with you, you know, and if you're a Christian, you know, you say, you know, by the blood of Jesus Christ or, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, if you're a yeah. Buddhist, if you're, you know, whatever it is, you definitely have to say it with, with, with uh, conviction. <laughs> if you're atheist, if you're atheist, then, well, you would go down the line of don't feed the fear. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's more like positive right? thinking, happy thoughts, don't right. fear, and then like, it's all good. But it, it's really interesting because it reminded me of uh, a, a case that I spoke about here when I was in Linda Vista with uh, Brandon Albis and his group of paranormal investigators. And one of them, you know, we're walking down the halls of Linda Vista and then out of the blue, one of the guys says like, oh my God, guys, I got to tell you something. We're like, what? You know, it's like when we were walking up there, you know, this overwhelming feeling of suicide came over me. You know, just this depression and, you know, I, I just had the urge to, like, run out of the, the building and jump off. We're, like, on the third floor. And, you know, it's a pretty big yeah. floor. <laughs> you know? And he said that, you know, he had the urge to just jump off the, the, yeah. the balcony. And we're like, what? You know, and this is a guy that, you know, I don't know, uh, know him, you know, a whole lot. But, you know, I've, I've talked with him a, a couple of times. And yeah. I could tell you that he's a pretty, you know, lively guy. You know, not not uh, somebody that's moody and, you know, you know, like life sucks kind of thing. And for, her, for him to say something like that, it was like, holy cow, you know, like it's serious. That's what happens when something gets attached to you. You know, a lot of times it could be residual energy from the place you know maybe like in 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 the case of linda vista maybe it was just the the entity of somebody they had suffered despair there you know uh, who, who knows right mm -hmm. this is pure speculation and then that gets attached and then these thoughts come out of nowhere these thoughts that in under normal circumstances you would never have mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. all of a sudden you start thinking about suicide you start thinking about you know all these very bad bad things you know when that really is not even your nature but it's just something that's in that place right yeah. the scary thing is when those thoughts and, and the, the, the whatever energies follows follows you home you know yeah. and i honestly i believe that that's a very real danger we you know as we just heard it's something that can totally happen and like i said i always caution people you know if you're going to venture into something like this, definitely talk to some, if you've never done it, definitely talk to somebody that probably, you know, that hopefully knows a little bit more. Don't go alone. Um, don't <laughs> go alone. And, uh, and don't, you know, because uh, somebody might think, well, you know, I'll take my phone, my flashlights. We experienced the, the classic phenomena of batteries being drained. Yeah. If you're alone in the middle of nowhere and you're relying on your phone for GPS location, whatever, and the Drain. damn thing drains, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, and... And this is not just like worst case scenario type stuff. Like this is stuff that can actually happen because of what, you know, like I said, what we experienced. So, man, that, that, was, crazy. that was, crazy. that was some crazy stuff, man. And but you know what? Mm -hmm. Maybe the new untapped gold mine of, I'll call it ghost hunting. <laughs> it's Maine. It's Maine. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to have to book a, a flight out to Maine. And uh, we'll see if we can find that. That sir, it's funny because I was talking to Adam before he left, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna be going back there, uh, back to Maine soon. And I'm like, oh, really? He's like, you're going back to that circus? Like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it definitely left uh, an impression on him. I probably wouldn't have gone the first time. Yeah, I and mean, actually, you know what? We, knowing us, we probably would have gone. Yeah, but we would have like 
over yeah. over cautiously yeah, <laughs> done like, everything. We've been like, oh, I see from here. You see, yeah, we're good. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny because, yeah, it's like the East Coast does seem to hold a little bit more history. Yeah, and, and, you know, as it is with places that have been around a long time, a lot of things can happen. I mean, heck, L.A. is not that long, but how many people have died in L.A., right? Yeah. By all kinds of circumstances. Yeah. Like, hotels here in Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, I keep running into stories of, you know, so-and-so was murdered in this hotel. Mm-hmm. So-and-so died in this hotel. So-and-so committed suicide, overdosed. And, you know, these a lot, and a lot of these are prominent, you know, people a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, so... L.A., you know, by world standards, is not that old, but just because of the kind of town that it is, right, and the kind of people that come here and the kind of things that happen, it, you know, it, it's, it's some, you know, there's, there's a lot of crazy stuff, you know, like, for example, the Black Dahlia, right, that's one of the ones that comes to mind, and I think, you know, like, I love L.A., but there's a lot, like, there's this just under the surface, there's so many dark things going on that I think one of the ones that... I was I was shocked but not surprised if that makes sense. But is the this whole situation right with the um, with the director of the X Men movies? I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, this uh, young man came forward saying that he atten- he was drugged and and whatnot at these Hollywood parties with big movie big wigs and stuff, and like they would just basically rape you know underage boys and. Uh, you know, these are stories that you hear a lot from, you know, people that talk about the Illuminati and, you know, this kind of culture of yeah. the occult, if you will, yeah. in Hollywood that, you know, you you don't hear a lot of talk about, but then these stories pop up. And it's almost like when, you know, the Catholic Church and the whole priest and child molestation thing that started out as jokes back in the day, right? Like, there's, remember, there's always... There's always truth in the jokes, right? And at first, I think, you know, we all heard the stories of, like, the, 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 the pretty young girl from, you know, the Midwest that comes out to L.A. And, you know, basically she has to sleep her way to the top if she wants to get anywhere, right? But then you hear about these sorry, sorry, wild orgies. That, we haven't done that. Yeah, that's why we're still here. <laughs> we refuse to sell out. So X-Men director hit me? No, don't. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not that desperate. Yeah, exactly. Um... But, uh, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a reality of, of this town. And like that, there's all these crazy, like I said, dark things and under the surface. And that's just talking about the elite, right? Yeah. Now. Not talking about, like, what goes on in the street. I mean, right. Just skid row. It's like, what goes on there? I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah, there, it's a very, yeah. And uh, Ernie Alonso, right, who's a, who has been on the show quite a few times, and shout out to him. You know, he... Um, he was telling me, like, even in San Pedro, there was, like, there was this haunting case. It actually was even on a documentary. It was, like, this really small bungalow house out in San Pedro, you know, on the port. And, uh, it, you know, and it was haunted as heck, you know. And, um, you know, this is a conversation that we have with Genevieve a lot that, you know, she says, well, you know, like, you want old places, you know, Europe is full of them. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, it's not necessarily about the 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 age if you will of a place it's more just like the circumstances of the place you know what has happened in that place and you know la for that matter uh it's it's definitely man you will encounter some weird places here in la you know and uh and 
like I said, if anybody wants to go in and investigate places, definitely take some precautions, man, because that's that's some that's one of the things that that you don't want around, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when uh, you know when when something won't let you be at peace and it won't let you sleep. I mean, I've heard so many stories of people who are literally tormented, right, yeah. day and night. And they can't get rid of it, you know, and they try sage and they try all kinds of, you know, get their house blessed, call, you know, everybody and their mom. Yeah. Uh, Let me tell you, it doesn't sound fun, you know, so you definitely don't want to put yourself in that position, you know. Uh, I I don't think catching an EVP or anything like that is worth a lifetime (laughs) of not being able to sleep peacefully at night, you know. So definitely a, a, a word of caution there for for everybody. Wow, we had some stories tonight, but... <laughs> that, that, the first hour was just too good. That was, that was some crazy stuff, and, uh, you know... Taking his time to process. Yeah, I mean, you know, we... Uh, I'm, I, I, it was one of the most uh, interesting experiences, you know, to, to hear from somebody in first-hand accounts. But yeah. let's talk about some other stuff here real quick before the hour's over, because as many people know, I, my research into all this... Um, alternate realities, parallel dimensions, whatever you want to call it, yeah. continues. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just reading this uh, um, article on New Scientist. Induced hallucination turns doctors into pizza chefs. Now get this. These uh, uh, scientists um, experimented on a 22-year-old 20, uh, young man uh, and they basically uh, uh, send electrical impulses to certain areas of the brain that they believe uh, store uh, visual information, mm-hmm. uh, visual memories, if you will. And they managed to uh, get him to travel, if you will, mm-hmm. to his home. You know, he could see it vividly, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and later they tried stimulating another part of his brain, and he claimed that the doctors began to look like pizza chefs working wow. in a pizzeria. And this is very important because I keep telling people that the brain seems like where the you know this whatever we are seems to be housed. Oh, yeah. Because anything, any one thing that just touches it or, you know, uh, the, like I said last week, the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and a dream, right? Mm-hmm. So for the brain, that was just as real. So, it, again, we, we come to the question of, like, well, you know, how real is the reality we're experiencing? If, if this 22-year-old kid under, a, 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 you know, a, a, a controlled setting mm-hmm. was experiencing... These real... These travels, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, wh- how real is the reality that, that we live in? And it's funny because during Adam's show, I was telling him about, you know, the, the show last week and what we discussed. Yeah. And he was just like, I can't even, you know, like, that's <laughs> just... Like, I just went through this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, to me, hauntings and a lot of these things... I believe that it's just that, you know, these kind of other realities overlaid on top of our own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It might not necessarily be a ghost of somebody, yeah. uh, but it definitely uh, is, is, is a manifestation of some kind of entity yeah. on our plane. 
right? So like this entity crossed over? I don't know if it crossed over necessarily, but it might be like an echo of that that is going on in this other plane of existence, right? Because I always go back to... Um, I blanked out the Keanu Reeves movie. Matrix? No, not that one. Uh, the Point one Break. Where he's the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> Keep going. No, where he's uh, the exorcist. Oh, Constantine. Constantine. And I, I have always believed that they're in this world, whatever you want to call you know, but they're like, you know, they're different dimensions, so we yeah. can't see them. Like you, what you've been saying, they're like overlaid on us, but mm-hmm. we just can't in this yeah. reality, our self right now, we can't see it. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a, a scene where, you know, he goes into, you know, what it really is here. And you just see, like, cars overturned. You see, like, these little demons running around mm-hmm. here and there. And I always go back to a story that my one of my ex-brother-in-laws told me that um, when he was on, you know, high. Yeah. Coke and all that stuff. That he felt like his spiritual eyes were open. So he would look out and he'd look out uh, in the trees. And it's mm-hmm. what Adam was saying. In the trees, he'd see demons in the trees. Mm-hmm. And he was just, like, freaking out. He's like, oh, my gosh. Like, And he'd be looking... You know, he'd like open the blind mm-hmm. and then these things would look at him and say hi to him. Oh, yeah. So like, I mean, he told me this, like we were kids. So like we were freaking out, you know? Yeah. But it goes along with what Adam said that I like, felt like it was moving in the trees. Oh my, you know, that reminds me of actually his story reminded me of a story. And then we got into this and I forgot about it, but now I'm reminded again. Yeah. But I want to try to squeeze two things. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, real quick. One. <laughs> Oh, boy. Ooh. Yep, it's that kind of a show now. Uh, number one, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was reading uh, other people's experiences, uh, and, you know, with Dimitri. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, one of them said that he could see himself, which to me was totally terrifying. Yeah, because I told you how real it is. Mm-hmm. Like, how ridiculously real it is. Yeah. Like, too real, literally. When I say too real, I don't think people will grasp how real that is, right? right? And he says that he... In my head, I'm thinking, if I would have seen myself, I would have panicked. Well, first I would have been like, damn, that's one good-looking dude. What's he doing? And, and then I would have panicked, because I'm like, you oh, crap. No. But in all seriousness, what he said was that in a subsequent experience... He, you know, he doesn't describe them as aliens or anything like that, but a lot of people say that these are, but he says that he encountered these beings and he said that they were waving at him and they were, and they were, they were waving at him and telling him like, Hey, you know, like, it's okay. We're here. Like, you know, we, we're, we're, we're watching you like not in a bad way, apparently, but that's so kind of creepy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like when he saw himself, for example, he asked, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and he's like, and, and this other being that looked exactly like him said, I am you. Mm. And then he said, are you my soul? Yeah. And this other being replied, you could call me that. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you're getting into some crazy stuff, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, 
So that whole waving thing reminds me of that, you know, if we're talking about parallel or dimensions that are overlaid on top of ours. Now, here, here's one that I remember as Adam was telling us his story. Um, you know, my family is from El Salvador, and my mom grew up in a small town in El Salvador, you know. And, uh, and she, I remember her telling me this story uh, a few years ago that there was a man in the town that people believed that he had made a deal with the devil, Right. And to be to become to become a, a, a brujo, you know, like a well, I don't know. A shaman seems somebody like that helps people. A brujo is just like kind of like somebody into witchcraft, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if wizard would be the the right no, word. I think because I told you I have an uncle who's a yeah. He's not a shaman. Yeah. So he's a witch doctor. Yeah, like a. But I don't know if this. I guess this guy must have meddled in you know trying to help people or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Point is that. It seems like one, you know, and, and the, the story around town was that they would see this huge black cat and they said that it was this man. They had the ability to transform into this animal, which is something that, you know, if you read Carlos Castaneda or anything on shamanic culture in, in the Americas, it's something that is primitive. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty, pretty prevalent uh, topic. Uh, these these witch doctors, shamans, they could transform into animals, whether it's a crow or anything. So, anyways, apparently one day, you know, the devil came around demanding its due, right? And he didn't want to. And they found the man, from what she tells me, with very serious burns and just really in really bad shape. And he claimed that the devil appeared to him and he had, like, gold teeth or something. Like, it was just very ominous, dark figure that appeared before him. Uh, right? That's what I was. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yep, yeah. But uh, but you know, shortly after that, he died. And my mom says that the night that he died, they had this huge tree in their property. You know, my mom's family. Yeah. And that the night that he died, there were sparks mm-hmm. shooting like from within the tree. Like, yeah, just like she, she described them. Yeah. Uh, that she described it because I guess he didn't live very far. And, like, oh. you know, he would, like, wander about. You know, we're talking small towns, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and this tree would just, you know, it was almost like these, like, she would describe them, like, you know, these electrical or firework flashes and sparks. And, and there was a strong wind or whatever. And wow. she says that her mom told her that it was, you know, the, the, the spirit of this man, you know, because he had died earlier that day. It was yeah. the spirit of this man just, like, f- fighting to whatever, stay here or something, fighting with the devil. Like, say. So, I mean, there there is some kind of correlation, apparently, between some, you know, spirits and entities and trees. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you why, I but... Mean, they say trees are alive. You know. Trees are alive, and how many, you know, you, you hear the stories about witches meeting in the forest, and that's where all the stories about haunted enchanted forests come from is because of the things that would go on, you know, at, at night, you know, like I said, witches and wizards or whatever, they would go in there and perform the rituals. Even to this day, I'm sure it goes on yeah. as we can see in Bohemian Grove, right? Yeah. I mean, it's this stuff forest, is still yeah. going strong. So, um, I think about the forest. Well, I think that there, yeah, there's a lot of energy. A lot of people, you know, worship, you know, Mother Earth or the spirits of the Earth, of you know, spirit of the trees, spirit of yeah. this and that, and you know, like Wicca. Well, that's where they practice a lot yeah. of stuff. So a lot of it, I think, also comes from it be, from them being able to conceal themselves. 
Yeah. You know, like history, you know, like, oh, we have to go into the woods because it was right. frowned upon, you know? Well, that, yeah, and you could get hung. Yeah, <laughs> as you, you know, could see by. It was be frowned upon. <laughs> 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 to the point where so. you. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't. But there's yeah. a lot of good energy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of. Well, there's, there's a soothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a soothing as soothing aspect in in, in nature. Yeah. So I think the atom serves as a cautionary cautionary tale. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's for sure. <laughs> very, very. And with that, we have come to the end of this edition of West of the Rockies, which has been quite quite intense. So I want to thank Adam one more time for being our guest tonight. That was that was an insane story and we really appreciate him sharing it with us. And it, like I said, if you miss any part of it, definitely go to our Mixcloud. I will be posting the link as soon as uh, it's it's up there for everybody to listen to. Uh, because it's definitely even worth a second listen if you oh, yeah. if you caught all of that. So I want to thank him again. I want to thank Jimmy. Jimmy, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. And I want to thank everybody at home for sticking around. I know it's late, but Man, was tonight something else. It was good. Yeah, it was definitely good. So thank you, guys. Take care. Be safe. God bless. Don't do anything too crazy. We want to see you back next week. Next week, it's May 4th. No. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. May 4th, yeah. May, May the 4th be with you because we got a special uh, uh, show that night. Yeah. We teased uh, the Jim Sullivan story uh, last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks Two weeks ago. Next week, we're going to have Matt Sullivan, no relation to Jim Sullivan, but Matt Sullivan, the guy that found Jim Sullivan's story, and uh, he's the head of uh, Light in the Attic Records, and he's the one that reissued for all of us to enjoy the Jim Sullivan record UFO. Yeah. Uh, so you want to be here for that because we're going to ask him uh, you know how all this went down because it's a really fascinating story uh, that's going to be happening next Sunday uh, if all goes well so yeah be here for that see you next week guys bye bye Independent FM New York London Philadelphia Japan Chicago Paris San Francisco Tijuana Los Angeles California The Independent FM Indie Radio Live from Swing House Studios in Hollywood This is the all new Independent FM